man. I was Laura, I was about to ask how you doing, and then those patterned leggings showed up on my screen. <laughs> and uh, in the little tiny window that Skype does, when uh, wow, you're in better shape than I am, your ability to move like that. Um, uh, your leggings were just wreaking havoc with Skype's compression algorithm because oh. <laughs> it, when your leg moves on the little small screen, those little black and white stripes look straight up like static. Yeah, uh, they look a lot like static from here, actually. Oh. As well, so. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Well, uh, leggings aside, how are you doing? Uh, wow, it's a real mixed bag today. Oh boy. Um, I know it's weird. I included the verb in that statement for the first time in the year and a half we've been doing these chats. <laughs> That is the reason why it's a mixed bag. Yes, hold on. I must. Ugh. Okay. Okay. Well, see, I said you were in shape, and then you had to grunt and use your arms to move your legs. So maybe yeah, I it, laughed may- when he said I was in maybe shape. Maybe I so. take it back. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. How am I doing? Uh, generally, I feel pretty good personally. Okay. Um, there's a lot though that happened in the past several weeks. I have to imagine, because in our last recording, we were both like, we should talk again before the end of the month. We barely even texted again yeah. before the end of the month. <laughs> so I'm very yeah. curious to hear what's been going on on the Laura side of things. What's going on? What's going on? Okay. Is this a song um, I'm unfamiliar with? I'm assuming it is. Yes. Okay. Because you Apparently. do frequently break out into song anyway. And that I just, is true. I need That's to know true. which is which. Hmm. I never thought about it that way. <laughs> Um, so I want to give you a list of things that have happened, and then I want you to ask what you want more details about. I like this. Okay. It's a very choose your own adventure. Oh, wait, shit, <laughs> that's copyrighted. One. I can't say that. Oh, well, you better edit yourself and post. Bleep. Uh, number one, we have a ladybug infestation, which is weird because also it's like the middle of winter and I don't know where they're all coming from. So that's fun. Uh, okay. <laughs> number two, uh... Eleanor had a pretty severe reaction to one of her vaccines, which has caused a lot of questions because it is so uncommon that nobody in the uh, health system that we work in has ever even seen it. So that's been really fun. Uh, I went back to work and was supposed to start full time. That's one thing. But my father-in-law and sister-in-law both were diagnosed positive with COVID. um, And because I had seen him, Within 14 days of going back to work, I then had to work from home for the rest of this week. I think, oh, no, that's not it. I got pre-approved for a mortgage. Hey. I feel like I'm forgetting something else, but I don't know what it could be. You have to be. I know that that's a lot. The ladybugs alone must have taken up days of attention. Um, but they did. But uh, like, I don't think I'm exaggerating when I think we've, I say we've texted less this month than any time since before your wedding. Yeah. Um, I like that. That I think is is numerically true because usually we're always playing games on iMessage and usually after a day, one of us is like, take your fucking turn, yeah. <laughs> idiot. And we went a straight week where we were both like, it's fine. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I don't need to send the exclamation points. OK, so yeah. I was aware that there was a covid exposure. I did not know that your family uh, members were were positive. Ah. Yes. Were positive that they had it. Um, yeah yeah how they is everything okay everything going all right uh yes definitely symptomatic uh they both feel terrible mm. but it seems to be i mean we'll see we'll see what happens because i feel like also covid from what i understand like you get sick and then you start feeling a little bit better and then you get much worse sometimes mm. um and they both were tested on like monday or tuesday 
And I know I was speaking to my sister-in-law and she was starting to feel better, but I don't know if that means that it's about to get worse. So yeah, don't know. Uh, I mean, nobody's hospitalized, so there's definitely that, which is good. Um, But they both definitely have symptoms. Oof. Yeah. Also, I can't imagine because my sister-in-law, her son is, I don't know, 18 months or so. And he's at his grandparents' house, uh, her in-law's house. And they're like, we're not like, we're going to just keep him until you're negative. And so she hasn't seen her son in at least five days, which like, I cannot imagine that. Uh, we, uh, there was a case at Rebecca's children's school and then her kids had the sniffles. So she also could not see her kids for about a week, which, uh, was definitely rougher on her than it was on me. But also (laughs) I got no alone time that week. Yeah. So of course I got to complain about that a little bit. Yeah. But but, there's very few times where I'm like, to go ahead and say not being able to see your kids for a week no, is much she, worse than no she no she was she was very cons- considerate because i mean the the math of the situation is she has kids she also has a boyfriend which one of those things is more important so the fact that she was putting my health into consideration and like working to protect herself and me and make the sacrifice of not seeing her kids they tested mm-hmm. negative everything's fine okay. uh but like yeah, no, it sucks. And watching her go through that, it's just like, yeah. I I also can't really imagine what that's like. For me, the biggest problem was I can't be as loud on my video games. <laughs> so that's my life, well, uh, which is apparently fine because that's not really a real problem. <laughs> uh, but I'm glad that they're doing okay. Uh, I've yeah. I have had a few friends that have had COVID, and it's been such a mixed bag in terms of how symptomatic they are what one of my friends he he had it and he was like yeah for me it was like a cold and my girlfriend was like basically dying like she was in such rough shape um so i mean yeah the fact that they're not in the hospital i uh sincerely hope it uh remains that way and that they recover um yeah now on to what i think is a much more significant development because i get to choose fucking ladybugs (laughs) Like, yeah, you, you knew that that was going to be the one I was going to ask about, right? I did, actually, yes. Like, I like did. not to diminish the, the care that goes into it, but some COVID conversations are a bit obligatory in this climate. Yeah. Uh, ladybugs infestation in New Jersey in January. Weird. You're good. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I've, I'm sure that I have talked about this. I know I've talked about it with you. I'm also pretty sure I've talked about it on the podcast. I feel like I have to. Mm. But... I don't know what it is. Like, I I need to ask the people that live around us because there's a chance that Charles and I just, like, have some negative energy around us where we cause infestation plagues. Because every year that we've ever lived in an apartment together, we've had some sort of very bizarre bug infestation. The first year – well, not every year, but every year since we moved to New Jersey. The first year, it was ants. Pretty standard, but it was, like, a lot of fucking ants. Uh-huh. The second year – it was um, the second year, actually. It was ladybugs. Weird. The third year. Laura, this is not your first ladybug infestation? No, and I forgot until I was trying to remember. Like, fool year. me once, shame on me. Swarm my house and ladybugs twice, shame on you. Yeah, well, it's a different house, so I don't know. Yeah, what is the, why I think what it's you, us. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. 
are you just like, it couldn't possibly be the ladybug hatchery that I've been growing <laughs> for the last 20 years. That has nothing to do with it. Obviously not. Oh. Uh, year three was maybe the worst because that was wasps. That was <gasps> very bad. Oh. Yeah. That reaction was not dramatized. That's just the thought of living in a place knowing I'm living with wasps makes me make that sound. It was awful. I like it was. Thank God neither Charles got stung, but we were like, no joke. We were killing five wasps in our bedroom a day for like a week. It That's, was awful. Uh, I hate it. I hate yeah. it so much. That That's such worst. a that's such a scary thought. Wasps yeah. are terrifying. Yeah. I'm terrified of not terrifying bugs. Me so too. wasps are very terrifying. It was not it was not good. It was not a fun time. Ladybugs I can handle until I remember they're secretly beetles and beetles are disgusting. Yeah. Well. I can't handle most beetles. Ladybugs got it figured out. They figured out. Yeah, they're out. like smaller and cuter and they've got little dots on them and you're like, "Well, maybe this isn't so bad." Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Blech. Then the fourth year was crickets. That one was really strange because they got into the house and then they cricketed a lot until they died. And then when we yep. moved, we just had dead crickets all over the place, even though we were like <laughs> constantly cleaning them. And crickets are not small. Uh. So that was fun. And now apparently we're back to ladybugs. Ladybugs sounds like the best option. Yeah. It's amazing because I think that like if ladybugs had happened first or if this would be my first experience with like a random bug infestation, I'd be like freaking out right now. And but it's this not wasps. Probably it's not wasps. And also this like is kind of gross, but I'm sitting here. I brought it up because I'm sitting here and I see four dead ladybugs from where I'm sitting. Well, I don't know, man. Okay. So just, I, man, I got a lot of mental unpacking to do. First of all, this is the first day I've ever confronted the term ladybug infestation. <laughs> um, I don't know. At, at the top of my mind, I'm like, is that really a problem? And I'm like, of course they're bugs. Of course it's a problem. They're, they're, they're just prettier bugs. Yeah. But now, but now I've got the idea of you're you're building up all these different insects communities. Eventually, there's going to be more than one at a time, and you're going to have a great insect war. And I'm not looking forward to that. Wasp v. Ladybug: Dawn of Justice. <laughs> While a great episode title for this podcast <laughs> is something I'm not looking forward to you having to experience. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I think what really needs to happen, because clearing up the infestation is obviously the first concern. I, I know ladybugs are pretty, but I'm sure that there are legitimate health concerns, especially with a small child around. So I hope not, because I, I haven't done anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, but I think, really, given the repetitive nature of this genre of problem, I think your first step is uh, buy beekeeper suits for all of you. <laughs> right now yeah yeah oh my god can you imagine a little like that's, <laughs> that's seven month old beekeeper suit you're worrying about all this accessorizing but like there's your answer like yeah. make the baby cute that's all you need <laughs> i mean she is just cute so yeah but like doing. yeah but like making the baby even cuter is like half the fun of having a baby right that like, is true that's yeah. that's why people play dress up with dolls at all ages and genders it's fun to do that if you yeah. if that's not the point of having a baby i misunderstand <laughs> the entire enterprise no i think you're right, I think you're 100% right. <laughs> uh, imagine if if you took uh, uh if you took her home from the hospital after the difficult time you had with her being premature and having to settle all that and you're like finally i get to take my child home and the doctor says yes but only these beige onesies if you do anything <laughs> else <laughs> we're taking it back you would say mm, you can keep it <laughs> 
that's no, that's that's really not worth the cost of admission anymore. Uh, Fucking ladybugs. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do about that? I, you know, they're not, I haven't seen many of them alive, like maybe one or two this whole time. I just find them dead everywhere. What if it's not a ladybug infestation and instead there's a ladybug serial killer and the wasp insurrection oh. has already begun? And they're just dropping them through whatever random holes are apparently in our apartment. Yeah, I've been watching Dexter lately, so I'm mm, very much in that sense. in that in that mindset. Like you're gonna you're gonna go in the bathtub and there's gonna be like sixty ladybugs and dissected and put into trash bags. <laughs> if they were in trash bags already, that'd be much easier <laughs> for me. That's true. <laughs> Sweet, thanks, wasp. Thanks, friendly neighborhood vigilante wasp. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so far all I've really been doing is just vacuuming them up when I see them. I just like, Charles, are you working today? Because someone's got to vacuum the ladybugs. <laughs> is is it me? Okay, we're going to need more vacuum bags. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Did anyone warn you that that's what adulthood was going to be? No. And I hey. think if they had, I would have been like, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> mm. I feel like, because Rebecca is, 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 is uh, several years older than I am. And, you know... Being in my twenties, you now in your early thirties, um, I, I you and I still go through a lot of the, oh God, this is what being an adult is like. You know, we just run into like silly, stupid things. You know, mm. chronic back pain. Yeah, it's just like lots of things that like you kind of are aware of, but then once they happen, you're like, oh, this is the experience of adulthood that I didn't realize I was promised. Um, I I I need to accept now that. That sort of revolving door of getting hit in the face with <laughs> with adulthood realizations is never going to stop. And that there's always going to be something new that's like, wow, this is not what I was fucking promised. Yeah. Now that I'm aware, ladybug infestation is on the list. Listen, just apparently you just moved to Jersey. It might happen to you twice. <laughs> is that the state slogan when you drive in? <laughs> Come on to Jersey. It might happen twice. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just doing bits all day today. I don't know why. I'm tired as hell. Maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah. I'm very tired. Um, the other, the okay, I just feel like I told you a lot of like fairly bad news. It mm -hmm. hasn't been all bad. Yeah. Uh, oh my gosh. The the relatively good news stuff that happened, number one, Eleanor started eating solid foods. Very fun. Nice. Um. See, okay. See, now we're getting into food accessorizing. I think <laughs> I think my theory holds more water than I expected. Continue. I will send you some pictures of Eleanor with food on her face, which is <laughs> a very enjoyable uh, okay. genre of photo. Um, suddenly has two teeth, which is very funny. I'm going to need you to elaborate on suddenly when you get a chance. Uh we woke up one day and Charles stuck his finger in her mouth and he was like, ow, and then was like, oh, my God, there's teeth there. <laughs> Never how you want that experience to go. <laughs> when the answer to any situation is, ow, there's teeth there. <laughs> it's bad. Um, so, yeah, I mean, like we she like didn't teeth. She wasn't like super, super teethy. Like, you know, I think some people like had really cranky babies and everything like she was a little crankier and had a couple bad nights. But we thought it was from her vaccine reaction. But apparently mm -hmm. it was teeth. Um, and there was a third thing I was going to say. Oh, she slept from. Well, she went to bed at like 615 last night, which is early for her. But she was really tired. Fell mm -hmm. asleep around like 715. Uh, didn't wake up until 4 a.m. So I got seven straight hours of sleep. That's got to feel so good. It did. Yeah, it really did. 
I got no jokes on that. I'm legitimately yeah. happy for you that you got seven straight <laughs> hours of sleep. It was pretty great. Yeah. So it sounds basically life bad, baby good. That seems to be sort of the equation, more or less. Yeah. Not I life feel like bad. That's kind of been the equation since she was born, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Thank God that you could put different kinds of clothes on her. That just makes the world a world of difference <laughs> in your general mental health. Oh, uh, man. That's great. Sounds like she's uh, doing all the baby things uh, correctly. Sneaking yeah. teeth up on you. Not super considerate, but. But so fun. But, also, she really likes to drink water out of a cup, like out of our glasses. Uh-huh. Uh, I feel I held on. Like, I remember ages three and four with some degree of clarity. Uh, sippy cups were not a thing I wanted to get rid of. Like sippy yeah. cups and binkies. I remember I was extremely like, no, these are good. I know these are baby things, but they're good for me. Four year old yeah. Colin. I would. St I remember stealing my two year old sister's binkies and my mom <laughs> being like, give that back. And I was like, I want I want it. It wasn't like a reflex. Yeah. I made that decision. <laughs> and so. The fact that your child is already foregoing such things for a glass of water. She just got those teeth. What, she want to chip <laughs> them on the glass? What the hell is her problem? Uh, well, she started drinking the water before she had the teeth. But, like, when you mm. fill, if you're holding her and you fill a cup of water, we have one of those fridge water dispensers. Yep. She, at first, started reaching the baby in the it. water <laughs> dispenser. Uh, <laughs> um, at first, she started kind of reaching towards it, but now uh -huh. she lunges towards it, so you have to, like, be very careful and hold her away. <laughs> <laughs> it's very fun. <laughs> Traffic codes for the baby around the fridge, like, I don't know, no, no, can't get too close. <laughs> yeah, you really have to, like, position yourself properly. <laughs> and then, you know, you hold her and you hold the glass and you pour some into her mouth and she gets very excited about it. But the best part is that when she suddenly had teeth, her little teeth clink on the glass and it is the best. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'd be terrified of. The teeth can break. I mean, it's baby teeth. So, like, it, it literally doesn't matter. But, like. They're also, oh. like, not all the way out. And so, like, they're, I mean, I'm not worried about it. Okay. maybe I think your use of the word suddenly uh, made me think that the teeth were maybe further out than 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 they actually yeah. are. They broke through the gums suddenly one day. Okay. Okay. And now they're slowly okay. coming up. That makes more sense. Me and my stupid adult brain was like, hmm, suddenly plus teeth. They must be completely exposed and grown in. <laughs> I don't know why that's where my brain went, and I've sat here for 10 minutes just accepting that as my as what happened. Yeah, that's not exactly it. Here, let me see if I can, okay. as they say, Jackie and Laura, you a picture. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been uh, been an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I feel that. I've had, um, I've had a busy month. I, uh... Yeah. So the first two weeks of the month were like relentlessly busy because, hey, guess what? I work three jobs now. Yeah. Uh, because, uh, let me see. Oh, I just got the I just got the baby picture. Okay, yeah, those aren't super visible, but I can understand Charles's uh, surprise, especially because at first glance you would miss those. Yeah. So his his reaction of oh no, there's teeth in there makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> it wasn't oh no, it was Laura. I was like what. Laura, come down here. What do you need? I thought something was terribly wrong. I come down. He's got her, his finger in her mouth. He smiles at me and goes, there's teeth. <laughs> there's teeth. Uh, I got a lot of episode titles to choose from in this one. <laughs> um, 
Ah, oh, fuck. What is it? I my month started with you know I have my day job, which is fine, um, and then I have my animation job, which is good, and then I have my podcast job, which is now a job because Dice Populi, uh, we launched a Patreon, and yeah. it uh, immediately became self sustaining. So I gotta Yay! get to start get to start reimbursing myself for um for all the hosting costs for that show which will be very nice and then we can start like paying for other things which will be cool that is but very exciting it is exciting it took a lot of work to get that up and running because what kind of happened was in the middle of december we were like hey what if we did a lot of hard things all at the same time and we were all like yeah that sounds fine and then <laughs> that was a very dumb thing to do so we like i i in <laughs> We were going to launch a bonus feed podcast, which I'm recording for immediately after this. We launched a bonus feed, uh, the Patreon, a bunch of Discord changes, a new website, a new recap introductory episode, and just a regular old episode of the podcast all on the same day. And I was like, and I was like, okay, the days leading up to this are going to be pretty busy, but like I had it sketched out. I knew like a little bit of crunch. It's self-imposed. I know my limits. It's fine. Cut back to mid-December, there was uh, one person recording for my show Pantheon uh, that I was assigned to work on, but their stuff kept getting delayed. Mm. And they were like, we're... sorry, it keeps getting delayed, Colin. I said, don't worry. Listen, I can turn these things around really fast. Uh, so just like, let me know. I can get it to you within a day. Like, I made that commitment. And then as we get to that that week... Wednesday is the day everything is launching. On Monday, I get asked by my boss at my day job, can you train two people tomorrow? Okay. And mm -hmm. then also, hey, that recording finally came in. Mm -hmm. It's one of the main characters. It's the season finale. There's a lot of work. Uh. Um, so that was rough. For about two days, I woke up, I worked. I took lunch, I worked. I ate, I worked, I slept. That was kind of that week. And it's it's I feel like I'm still coming down from that a little bit. Yeah. Like I've been doing a lot of work since, but um, man, I just could not get my head on straight for a while. And it's all going great. Um, finally got some creative like feedback on my show work because I was always getting a it's it it's complicated, but like I was getting a lot of like, hey, Colin, do this, do that, label things this way, you fuck this up, blah 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 blah. Right. You know, of work on a project. They have to tell you what, what, what's what's going on. Finally got to sit down and have, like, a real conversation with one of my bosses about, like, hey, here are some stylistic things we would like you to change. Here are some things you should be looking for in the scripts. Like, real creative conversations about it, mm. which is so great. But also, it's, like, the only one I've had in the six months. So I did one season of a TV show and then got all the feedback all at once, both good and bad. And it's just like, I th you know that smiley face emoji with the single tear running down its yeah. cheek? I think that pretty much sums up my emotional state after going through that crunch <laughs> and then getting that. And I was just like, I'm going to do no work for about two weeks. And yeah. that's kind of where I've been now. So, yeah. I, wow. It, yeah, no, it's been it's been busy. Rebecca, Rebecca and I have had like some fights. We've been in close quarters for a long time yeah so i think i'm also in a very mixed bad bag state where like hard work is paying off but it's it's also hard work yeah yeah um uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I've been True. playing. A, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. It's good. Um, some people would argue good. that point, but yeah. it's been fun for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like just out of even recounting that, I'm just kind of like tired. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that makes uh, sense. Yeah. I'm doing a lot. I yeah. I um. It's it's all good stuff. It's just a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, now, are you like making your way towards quitting your day job in the long run and making the creative stuff your career? Like, is that your goal? Oh, that's definitely like my dream. Like, I like if I, <laughs> um, I don't know if like news has broken about a couple things that are going on at the animation studio, so I'm not gonna say them. But like. I'm I am invested in what's going on there. I am going to be actively looking for other projects to work on at the studio. Yeah. If I can land a Hollywood job and stay in my fucking apartment, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Do I want that to be my day job? Because right now my day job my day job is fine. Like it's not super hard. I'm good at it and I get a lot of some flexibility to do like not just regular tech support stuff, but like technical writing and training. Like that's the stuff I enjoy a lot more stuff where I'm kind of on my own schedule and it's much more creative. That stuff is good. But like, man, IT professional is not the epitaph I want, you know? (laughs) Yeah. That's no knock against anybody. Uh, It's just not what I want at the end of things. I I feel like I've always had a hard time setting goals that are very long term. Mm. Anything out more than like two years is so abstract to me. Like uh, even in high school, I hated the question, where do you see yourself in five years? I'm like, Schenectady. They're like, okay, that's not what we meant. Schenectady (laughs) is where I lived. Um, It's just, I don't know. I'm I'm 100% with you. Yeah, I'm I'm I think I'm very in tune with the fact that I don't know what five years is going to bring. I was very aware of the fact that people, you know, as a kid, I said, I want to be a firefighter. And then I learned what firefighters do. And I'm like, maybe not. (laughs) Um, it's, It's just like, you know, because of that awareness, like I know I don't know what I don't know. Yeah. Like there are some people who use that as a reason to just charge forth uh into things with like a solid plan like i don't know what i don't know so i'm gonna regiment everything and i do that on the short term like i'll wake up in the morning and i'm like all right at six o'clock i'm gonna play destiny at four o'clock i'm gonna eat like i structure my days and my weeks and sometimes my months like that but um i this kind of boils down to say that ever since i was very little i was always like i want to do a famous thing <laughs> And like as a as a four or five year old, I did not understand what that meant. I had no yeah. context for that. But as I have like learned things and done things, uh, I think I'm drawn to it because the famous things, entertainment industry and stuff, those are pursuits I enjoy. Creative right. problem solving. Um, it's it is. You can apply those in other areas, but I like I'm not. I also hate the realm of academia. <laughs> like I love yeah. to know things and learn things, but um, the structure of higher education is not one that speaks to me. Uh, my friend Austin, who is uh, currently pursuing his his doctorate in um, uh, philosophy, so real fun to have conversations with him. <laughs> uh, and honestly, is he's had me read some papers and they're cool. But um, like I enjoy that stuff. But I, we were on Xbox and he was like, "Yeah, my partner just dropped out of college." And everyone else in the party was quiet. And I was like, fuck, yeah. Awesome <laughs> job, Brooke. Dude, 
I don't know if I should bleep out their name because I they don't know that I do this podcast. But um, but he was like, oh yeah, I forgot that you'd be a person that would be very supportive of that. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, this has been a long rambly way of me saying like, absolutely, I would like something like this to be my day job. I don't really care what that is as long as I'm doing something creative because I know that yeah. in five years it could be totally different because five years I did not expect to be locked down in a pandemic in my room FaceTiming with you because what it's 2021 now so five years ago was 2016 that was when we just started hanging out yeah that was like when we just started to oh no it was 2014 damn we've been friends a long time uh <laughs> 2016 was when you moved Oh my God, 2016 is when I moved. You've been in Jersey for five goddamn years. Yeah, you know how I knew that? I yeah. counted all my bug infestations <laughs> and I got to five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Adulthood, adulthood's weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited that I'm like making some progress on these things. Overall, yeah. like the what I'm doing on the tv show was well received i'm just so glad to have some direction it's yeah. it's so weird working in a vacuum on something that's like so big but um yeah. it's it's it it's seems a little fine. surprising that they wouldn't want to give you feedback earlier to make sure that they could course correct the season but whatever. yeah well like i said it's it's complicated yeah there's there's a hierarchy in place if i make a mistake it's not going to make it far down the chain um yeah. but yeah i don't know what else has happened this star trek Ooh. happened discovery finished Wow, that feels like a million years ago. Yeah, I just finished my season three rewatch yesterday, and just this morning I listened to The Greatest Discovery, Ben and Adam's uh, mm. recap episode. Uh, so that's fun. How did you How did you feel about Star Trek Discovery season three? Um, it's a good start. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I think overall I enjoyed it. I mm -hmm. was sad when there were no more episodes. <laughs> So I feel I like guess that... that's kind of what they're going for, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. I mean, I had issues with it for sure. Like there were yeah. definitely some choices that they made that I just didn't agree with. And some episodes that I really felt like were so like ugh, the episode where Giorgio finally leaves or the double episode where Giorgio yeah. leaves like just felt if you're going to make a short season of TV, don't take two episodes to set up your next TV show. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was I, so angry about that, and, like, I apparently I'm not going to get over it. Yeah. No, honestly, that's something where, like, on its own, if I think of this, what's helped me a lot is thinking about this in next-gen terms, in, in that sort of, like, you've got some long threads, but each episode is each episode. Yeah. Like, this felt mid-Deep Space Nine in that way, where you had this through line of solving the burn crisis, but then... Each episode was kind of its own thing. And when I think yeah. of that as a two-parter in the style of Chain of Command, you know, something, uh, reunification, where in the middle of a season you get this two-parter, it made sense. But yeah, I but agree. when you 25 when, episodes yes, seasons. Yes. When, and I think the way it worked out, I mean, I'm certainly not in their writer's room. Look at me. I'm sitting on three unfinished fan-made Silmarillion scripts. So <laughs> take this all with a grain of salt. But the what i think happened what i think the math was is we want to get giorgio set up for her spinoff and i think if it wasn't so transparently a backdoor pilot it would be less it, egregious i agree if it was more germane to the plot of discovery i think that the character threads wove through nicely i think that the relationships between saru giorgio and michael at the end when she walks through the donut 
Like, I think it all does come together in a nice way there, but not in a I just justified 50 minutes sort yeah. of way. Right. Especially because it kind of felt like it dragged. Yeah. Um, it didn't really feel like it needed to be a two-part episode. Well, here's here's the math that I keep forgetting to get to, even though I say I'm getting to it, <laughs> which is I think they wanted to do a full uninterrupted episode of it. I don't think you can do what they did with the inner light where, like, in the middle of Picard's hallucination, they're like, he's been asleep for only two minutes. How are we going to wake him up, doctor? I don't right. think they can do that because... We have a visitor. Is Maybe it to bed? Does she smell bad? Oh, well, I just figured we'd do it today sometime. Okay, all right. See, even he likes baby accessorizing. He does. He really I, does, actually. <laughs> I think that they, they can't break away from it. Otherwise, it starts to answer the question of what's happening. The, the mystery of what is happening to George Doe while she's in the mirror universe is the most interesting part. I think what happened is they were like, we want to do this, but we need the episode to have other content. Mm-hmm. So they have to add in all this stuff. Right. And if and you really look it. at it, yeah, if you really look at it, when they cut into the mirror universe in episode uh, eight or episode nine and then cut out of it in episode 10, if you just take that bit, it's unbroken. They don't ever cut away from it. They cut into it and out of it. Right. And that little bit, the second half and the first half of each of those episodes is a single episode. So... They didn't have enough material mm. to make a whole episode on either, uh, like on either side of it, so right. they sandwiched it. So they took the one episode that they wrote and they broke it into two, so that they could bookend it with this other stuff. Right. And I think that's the math, and I understand that math. But yes, as us the viewers, that math shakes out into I just wasted two episodes on something that doesn't matter, and right. I got five episodes, five minutes of relevant content. Right. Right. The five minutes you spend with Booker after she exits and learns about the donut is more interesting than the time she spent in there because the stakes are so unclear. Yeah. If that were, if they had found a way to contain that in a single episode, it would have been less egregious. If it was more germane to the story, it would have been less egregious. Um, I think it is redeemed by the fact that so many of these episodes are strong on their own. Yeah. Like I guess I have to. So I also do not like you made a comment when we were texting recently that like I have time to watch all of these like shitty TV shows. I have time to rewatch Discovery. Mm -hmm. And my response was I had time to watch all the shitty TV shows Mm -hmm. and I do not have that time anymore. Yeah. Um, And so I've only ever seen these episodes one time. Yeah. And that was it. Oh, no. What is that sound that I just heard? A screaming Uh, sad baby. Uh, Oh, no. All right, I think that maybe I should go help Charles bathe Eleanor because it seems like she's upset right now. Okay, I need to ha- I need to ask you help with one thing though before yes. you go. Um, so, I Rebecca and I watched a lot of shows together. Uh, we've been going through a lot of serialized like dramas and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're in Dexter now. We've got like two seasons left, um, and Edward James almost guest appeared in one of them. <sighs> so in my mind, I immediately said, "Oh, I know what show we're watching after this." Yes. Battlestar Galactica, 100%. obviously. Yes. Um, and she was like, yeah, okay. I was kind of surprised because, like, yeah. she's watched all of Star Trek with me. When we got to the last two seasons of Deep Space Nine, she left me behind and cruised through it. She loved it so much. Yeah. And that was the same guy that made Battlestar Galactica. So I might need to enlist your help. I will help you however I can because Battlestar Galactica is one of my favorite TV shows. It is the best. It is, yes. When, yeah. like... I love Star Trek. 
Battlestar Galactica is better than any Star Trek series. Yeah. Like, there's there's it no just question. Is. It's I mean, I so love Star good. Trek probably more because of just the nostalgia love of it, but I think Battlestar yeah. Galactica is a better It's show. much bigger, and there's a lot yeah. more to it, but Battlestar Galactica is a great series. Yeah. Uh, and coming off of something like The Wire is now my new favorite show, having just finished that. Know. If you haven't watched it, it is... It's one of those shows where every time, now that I've seen it, every other time I watch a show, I'm like, oh, The Wire is so much better than this. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. I can't stop thinking about it. Yeah. And the only other show I've kind of, like, had that reaction to was BSG. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really curious to go back to it now. But uh, I may uh, I may say, like, okay, Laura, attack! And yeah. then you know, just, you know, like, send her a bunch of Adama memes. I uh, can't do that for you, yes. But, yeah, anyway, uh, much like my girlfriend, child more important than Colin, and that's the way it should be. <laughs> so you should... Uh, you should go do what you got to do. All right. And, I'm sorry uh, to leave you, but, um, you know. Yeah. In the middle of a start, like, blue balled me. Blue nacelled me. Nacelled, <laughs> sure. It's, it's okay. They just detach with programmable matter. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah, 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 the yeah they're detachable <laughs> for more maneuverability. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Okay. Right. Well, uh, hey, Laura, maybe we'll have another episode randomly in the middle of the month if we have time. Maybe. Who knows? Oh, we got jokes for days. Okay. (laughs) All (laughs) All right. right, Bye, Laura. I'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Bye. How You Doing is a Common Geeking Program production. Starring Laura Becker and Colin Ketchen. With editing and original music by Colin. You can see and hear more at the website podfriend.pizza, or follow HousePod on Instagram for a real-life look at their friendship. If you enjoy the show, spread the love. Tell a friend, share your favorite episodes, and remember to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. Colin and Laura will talk to you again on the first Monday of every month. Thanks for listening. Talk to you soon. Come and be.